Welcome to the Westside Personalized Podcast, where real educators share their classroom-tested, learner-approved personalization practices. I'm your host, Andrew Easton. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion and are able to find a few valuable takeaways from the podcast. And so without further ado, let's go to the pod! So Westside Personalized Podcast is at uh, Westside High School today, and I'm getting a chance to interview uh, my good buddy John Bomback here about some personalized learning practices he's had an opportunity to do with, with welding and with woodshop here at the high school. And so uh, I guess we'll kind of start off by saying welcome to the podcast, John. Welcome. <laughs> How are you doing? Good, good. I appreciate we're probably getting a chance to chat. We uh known John for quite a while from when I was teaching up here, a good buddy of mine, and uh, so just, I don't know, I know that you had an opportunity to kind of work on, and P.S., you're going to have some authentic sounds in the background. This is coming to you literally live from... The temporary uh, I mean, welding shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are people welding within uh, about 10, 20 feet of us, and so we're, we're bringing this to you on a very real level today. <laughs> Absolutely. This is actually my open period, which yeah. at the high school, we don't get open periods. No. We get... Uh, Serving students. Eight, nine kids in the welding shop. Getting it done. Supervising, got a... What do we say, mod 15 running? <laughs> <laughs> Probably feels like it, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, Well, I guess for anyone who doesn't know you then, John, real quick, could you kind of give uh, kind of your background education, you know, like how many years you've been teaching and what you teach and those kind of things? Okay. Um, I started out uh, student teaching here at Westside with uh, Fran Dittmer, and he's kind of an old relic that I'm not sure anybody knows him anymore. But uh, student taught here. Uh, actually, let me back that up. Um, I decided to not go into architecture school okay. and become an industrial technology teacher. And I had two and a half years of college left. And I didn't want to wait till the end of my teaching college to get an experience working with high school kids. Okay. So I got a job here at Westside as a special ed aide working with the severe and profound kids Okay. as my job. And that worked into being the JV girls soccer coach. So I had all aspects of working with high school kids in traditional, non-traditional classroom settings, you know, the job sites. And that's really what got me into teaching was working with the special needs kids that it just connected. And I knew that at that point, that was my calling to work with students, to see them grow, see the light bulb turn on, all those, all those wonderful, beautiful things that all the teachers always talk about. Yeah. That was it right there. So then that went into student teaching at Westside. Um, so I did two and a half years of sped teaching or sped aid. Mm-hmm. Then student taught. My first job I started after Christmas break at Burke High School. Okay. Did three and a half years there, and uh, my cooperating teacher decided to retire, and I took his job. <laughs> and and. Uh, 18 years later, I'm still here. <laughs> wow. And I hope I don't jinx myself. I have never had a major accident in all those years except for a minor scratch okay. and or sliver. Okay. Well, hey, that's pretty good. I'm impressed. That's got to be a tall order to be able to get through welding and uh, carpentry without any major casualties uh, <laughs> yeah. on a regular basis. Yes, every kid has left the same whole person they came in as. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And so how many years have you been teaching those courses in here then? Just to kind of... Uh, here at Westside would be, I think it's my 16th or 17th at Westside. Okay, cool. The years blend together. <laughs> Well, and speaking of years, I'm in, so I'm in year two in this personalized learning gig uh, with Westside, at least in this capacity. 
and it was it would have been the fall semester of last year that mm -hmm. you came through our personalized learning training kind of sat through that day yep. it was one of our first groups honestly and so having known you ahead of time you know it was good to see you in there and just kind of catch up that day but i was excited that you took some of that stuff away to, to come back to your classroom and try to implement some of that so i guess talk to that video piece a little bit and where in the midst of us talking that day that kind of hit you is hey this is something maybe i, I could see us doing in the engineering tech department I'll be honest with you andrew <laughs> I sat through uh, that first part of that thinking in my own head, for God's sakes, everything I do in the shop is individualized, personalized learning. Mm -hmm. And then you got into how to break up a room for, hey, you want to just be on your own and read about it? You want individual one-on-one -on -one instructor demonstration? Uh, you would like to just look up a YouTube, that's where it really clicked for me. Yeah. Because you got to figure in a shop environment, you're individually helping every child all the time. Yeah. But that was a misconception of individualized learning that I had. Oh, I'm so glad you bring that up because sometimes that happens where people say, well, I already personalize everything when they already really individualize everything and give them control of pace. And that's a big part of it. But personalized is also sort of giving the student a chance to make choices in how they learn and kind of that process and, and tailor it to their learning preferences, which and, is what you're talking about. And that was the big piece was student choice. Yeah. Not putting out fires. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? Which in your case could be literal. Fire. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's what kind of woke me up. I, mean, I got to be honest, I kind of shut down a little bit. But sure. when that happened, I was like, oh, hey, let me pay attention. And I really pulled out the video pre-video type stuff and then you came down and helped me set that up for my welding class yeah. which was quite a few mornings <laughs> <laughs> you know what that was so fun i knew very little about welding i mean i obviously know what it is but in terms of the art of putting it together and what it would be like to teach high school students and from everything so thank you for letting uh, me come in and observe your class absolutely uh, we had some adventures trying to figure out how to record that because the, weld the welding light is so bright that it's difficult to find a camera that could get into the finer like hand motions and so after a lot of trial and error and error and error we figured that <laughs> yeah. out I think and uh, that was fun. God was for great. Apple iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> of all places yeah we yeah. ended up arriving at that being the best one but yeah. uh, so you created some videos in there. Yep so the videos are uh, what I grasped onto and what I've found over my years of teaching, the teaching has changed so much. Our children have changed so much. Yeah. The way they learn is way different. There's really no concrete operational and cognitive. And, I mean, they're just all over the place with things. Sure. Um, so much activity bombarded them. It's no yeah. wonder. I mean, I probably would have went psycho if I was in high school now. Yeah. But uh, so. The videos, what really helped out with that is you cram 20 to 25 kids in a sardine can of a lab, yeah. and you're focused on like a one inch by a half inch item. The kids can't see what that is. Mm -hmm. They kind of hear you even if they're paying attention, but then they're going to turn off and they're not going to pay attention. So they just kind of quietly let you do your thing, and yeah. as soon as you say, all right, let's go to our stations, they bombard you with, combat, 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 what do I do, what do I do? Yep. Because it was teaching in the wrong way. I, I don't have labs of seven, eight kids. It's 2025. Right. 
So putting the video together was a really nice thing for me that I could lead in at the end of a class period. Next time, I'm going to be talking about and reviewing this topic. Right. For example, in welding, it might be the lap joint techniques and how to set it up. Yep. So before we get in the class next time, I need you to go into Blackboard and watch the two-minute video on setup and lap joint preparation. Mm -hmm. And in the video, they could see all that right up close. They could hear everything. They put the ear pods in or earbuds, whatever they call them things, yeah. earplugs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they could see it all by themselves. Yeah. Which then, I didn't have to do such a big demonstration for the class. It was just a real quick thing. I actually just drew pictures on the whiteboard. Right. And what normally would be a 30, 40 minute demonstration putting out fires so Johnny put that down and Jake don't touch him and Sarah leave your hair alone and all that yeah was a three minute reminder let's head down to the lab and if you still have questions go ahead and open up blackboard and watch your video yeah. again first right? yeah at least make sure that you understand that stuff yeah and as we would go through I might have a kid that was stuck on well job one but now we're already way at well yep. job four. Yep. They don't care about well job four. All they care about is well job one. That's what they're going to do next. Yes. You come loose. Yes. Absolutely. And, and so that in the lab itself, I was able to answer more legit questions yep. of what they're specifically doing. And if they were really totally close, I refer them back to the video to see the full instruction all over again. It, it eliminated so much. I don't know, white noise, I guess, that you would say. Sure. It's, sure. Um, years ago, I used to say, man, I just, I feel like I'm a dog trainer. Because kid would come up, I'm like, what do I do? And I would give them a bone and throw it out to the lab. Like, hey, <laughs> do this. Go fetch. Yeah. They would do that item and run back 30 seconds later. What's next? Here's your next bone. Go fetch. Yeah. I can't stand teaching that way. Mm hmm tired by the end of the day. I don't want to well, do anything. Because <laughs> you're the one doing all the work. Yeah. You're the one doing the thinking, the curating of information. But I, I think that this experience is something that, whether you're in the general classroom or even in something like welding or, or carpentry, where how often do we stand at the front, talk for 10, 15, 20 minutes, and then find yourself literally in the next three minutes after that, multiple times answering things you just brought up. For the next hour and a half. Right. <laughs> And maybe that's repeating yourself pulling, hundreds of times. Your hair out. And so I guess, you know, one, you might say, well, all we did was implement video, but it's the way in which you go about utilizing that, what content that is, and the place that it serves in your class. And so as you're talking, you know, I'm hearing you say that, like, right, this allowed some people to go back whenever they still needed to finish up what they were working on, even though the class is ready to move the next or step. Or if they're ready to move on. And there's that piece, too, which I really like. I think that if you just funded all the video and never did any sort of live things, that would lose some of its value. And so I think sometimes classroom teachers, as much as flipped classroom sounds great, I think some students still prefer direct instruction or an opportunity to have Absolutely. a conversation. And, and when I, you're, I know that's a part of your class. When you're in a shop, you're dealing with bodies, saws, dangerous equipment. And here at the high school, I've equipped our shop with every real big boy tool you would see out on the field in the real world. There's no tinker toy anything here. Yeah. It's going to bite you. And its bite is way bigger than its bark. <laughs> sure. So you got that that you're dealing with. But what I like about it, and you talk about the flip classroom, 
what I like on this, and I would call it the hybrid online. Yeah, this is a blended model for sure. A hybrid online where you have a kid that does go far ahead, you can refer them to the next video, yep. and they could watch that as if it was an online course, and then come right back down in the lab and start working. Sure. And also, a kid that missed two weeks because they were sick or had to go out of town or whatever, and you've got your kids working in shop where your focus should be, mm -hmm. you can't really go one-on-one -on -one with that kid, but you can refer them back to the video to right. catch up. It's just such a helpful tool. Right. It is so helpful. It saves you so that you're able then to focus in on the, the depth of whatever it is that you're doing. That was what you kind of generally say in education. I would call it even like coaching, right? So you're able to go in and coach, I'm sure, hand position and, and sort of the techniques. Yep. Oh, because you're not going to spend all that time, as you said, putting out fires and throwing bones. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing was, there's a lot of upfront work. Mm -hmm. And that might discourage a lot of people from wanting to do the video type thing. I totally agree. And all that. That does happen. Now, I'll be honest. I paid attention to my cartoons. And I'm probably going to date myself. <laughs> DuckTales okay. was one of my favorite. And Scrooge McDuck had it right. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Yep. This year for Woods 2, my first period class was awesome, behavioral, super great kids. Mm -hmm. I needed to get something work. I needed to set something up. And I want to work smarter, not harder. I don't right. want to stay here till 10 o'clock at night trying to put together a video. I don't want to always have to ask you to come in and, and be my partner. Although I had a great time doing it. Oh, um, yeah. So I used my class. My first period class, I would hand a kid my telephone and do the demonstration. And they recorded that three to four minute video yep. of instructional process. I would test the video out with my second group to make sure the information was clear and concise and to the point sure and then implement it <laughs> i didn't do any extra time in the school day yeah it was all just built right into what's happening now i'm all set for next year or next semester sure with the entire every process for woods 2 project is on a youtube video now, and I know this because we talked informally about it too, Dan, by having that piece, what did that do in terms of some, to some degree, classroom management for that third group by having that piece? I know that well, we've also talked informally that there's still kind of a handful at times. Oh, yeah. But has that had any impact there in terms of like being able to have that resource to point them to? Absolutely. This group of kids literally would start playing chase and tag which in you the can't lab. do in a lab. No. And it really eliminated that because their fallback excuse, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for you to show me what I'm doing. Go watch your video. Have you watched your video? No. Uh, then you're not waiting on me. Right. You haven't done what you needed to do first. Sure. So I'd suggest you go watch your video. Mm -hmm. And they would kind of huff and puff <laughs> as they walk back up to the classroom yeah. and watch the video. But now with that group they come down and they'll literally tell me i watched my video i'm ready i'm go. still confused a little bit i get this part of it but i don't get this part of it mm -hmm. or i understand the function of what we're doing i don't really understand how to get that bit tight in the drill bit in the drill and i'm like okay i can help you with that here, do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, it's really helped manage that group a lot better. 
Well, I think that's one thing, though, that like some people will say, and that kind of got to this point earlier, I guess, but so we're giving them choice. Give them choice to watch a video. But I love what you're saying there in, this, in the sense that we personalize learning to develop agency, which is really just kind of academic responsibility. Time management. And, 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 and time, absolutely, in those things. And so this has been used in a way, you've used the choice to do this, uh, to get them to be able to seek out answers on their own and understand that they can use resources, you know, when and where appropriate for where they're at at any given time. And yeah. uh, the fact that they are now going to those resources and then now see you as one for extending those, you know, and I know they would have seen that before, but if you spend all your time answering questions, and they're not able to get to that information well, you in never, a timely fashion. You, never, you got, never get to that. You never got to answer the legit question. Right. It was the question, like, the kid would come up and ask, Mr. Bombeck, blah, 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 whatever it is, and I don't want to say it out loud. And my response, or most adults' response, would be, are you kidding me? We just talked about this, right? What Those did we just do 30 <laughs> yes. seconds ago? Yeah. <laughs> well... Uh, so I, I'm glad to hear that you know this is being used in a way that I do think yeah meets that that end goal of just trying to help us develop that sort of academic responsibility piece. So uh, it's been great getting a chance to work with you on, on all this, and I appreciate you advocating for it here on the podcast. And uh, it's cool that that's got a place you know in engineering and tech and in welding and car you know carpentry. It does all this over is fantastic. the place. What would you say, I guess, to anybody listening, kind of final parting words of advice, if someone else from a different district, even engineering tech, were like, hey, this sounds great, or, or you know, should I should I really consider doing this? Do you have any sort of... I would say the biggest thing, because I know teachers, you know teachers, Yep. we're the kings of our little world, and we're safe in our little world. Yep. And we have the biggest atmosphere around our big old heads that just deflect all these wonderful ideas. Open your mind and try it. Get out of your comfort zone and just try it. Mm -hmm. Just try it. It's amazing the differences that it'll make. Don't be so close-minded. Be open to it and give it a shot. Gosh, I love that. It makes me want to go and like create something now. Just hearing, hearing your words of, words of wisdom there. And, and I know you've done that. You definitely did that start to finish all this and uh, i'm so glad it's worked for you and it's been really fun getting a chance to oh, kind of actually one thing about when i was in your training session like the first hour i'm like oh my god really another one of these <laughs> yep hey at least i don't have to be in the classroom today. <laughs> i mean i'll be real i'll be honest i'll be yeah. realistic about it i mean i'll be honest i'll be realistic about it i'm, I'm a down-to-earth realistic person sure. um, that's how i teach that's how i live and I got out of my comfort zone. I really didn't want to. Mm -hmm. I remember the first day you came to come do videos with me. I'm like, dude, I'm so busy. I got all this stuff going on. I can't do it. You got to come back. I really thought you were not going to make it back. <laughs> and, and I have and, missed a time or two here because things are busy. But no, I. And, and there fun. was some legit times where it was just chaotic. Yeah. But you kept coming back, and we did it. You got me out of my comfort zone, and that was. That was a cool deal, oh, wow. and, and I, I'm I'm liking it. I'm looking forward to trying more, Good. more of this as we go forward. Oh, yeah, if there's uh, anything else I can do to help, man, let's definitely scheme up something. And uh, for sure, I appreciate you. I just to I need you to come too. and observe that class before the semester's over to see I know. I'm gonna need to, to see for real your with your eyes yeah. <laughs> what that's like and how cool this is. Yeah, it in action kind of a thing.
I'll, Thanks, uh, Andrew. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Well, that's a wrap on another great episode. For more information or to contact us directly, you can email our team at personalized.learning at westside66.net. As always, thanks for tuning in and learning from the Westside Personalized Podcast.